welcome to the 52nd episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Woohoo! One year of episodes, not really, but yay, let's argue Almost. over it. Well, <laughs> well, we had some filler episodes. <laughs> we hit 52. It's an important number in that it's the number of weeks. Like a deck of year. cards. Ooh, yes. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's a thing that has nothing to do with the calendar, and we can agree yep. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we counting Joker? Anyway. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> if I we, had a dollar. We don't count you, so obviously we don't count Jokers. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, if I had a dollar for every time I was told to shut up, I'd have a lot of dollars. Previously on the Cracked Die podcast. All heroes chased after the creatures that attacked Silver. After being unable to catch these creatures, all heroes continue their search for what's causing the Akuje to be blind. All heroes come across a man carrying a bag. As all heroes attempt to communicate with them, their face spins around to that of an animal. What is this creature? What do they want and what's in the bag? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Anyway, let's jump back in to this wonderful gentleman you were speaking with. When Soraya leaned in to whisper something to Brianna and Twin Talon moved to take the bag away, his head did a full 180. Like, you definitely heard some muscle and sinew and bones grinding and cracking as it turns. Mm. And now there is a hyena face looking at you. That doesn't sound normal. It's fine. I've given you a larger picture of this person. Oh, very nice. He's smiling. He clearly has a hyena on the back of his head. Yeah. Definitely. It's not a hat anymore. I mean, I would guess that's a hat. If I first came up on somebody, uh-huh. I'd be like, that's a weird hat, but like you're in the wilderness and you're a hunter, so maybe this is just your thing. I mean, we are in the jungle and it is an effective way of dissuading tigers. How much do we know about what lives in this jungle? So I know for a fact that there's at least one person that has a hyena head on the back of his head. Fair point. Fair mm. point. Also, <laughs> when we were with the Akuje, there was like the mountain lion there, and they were like, oh, ha ha, she thinks she's a tiger. Right. <laughs> Watch, someone's going to come back and be like, um, actually, it was Jaguar, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, through I the magic I of editing. To the episode again, so. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she was a lioness, and her name was Harriet, which is, like weird. you said, the episode. Yeah, weird. It, it's definitely out of place. You know, while listening to all the other Moangi names. names. Yeah. So if you read all the lore books, you would know that Harriet's a very common lion name. Oh, <laughs> I see. Thank you. My Thank bad. you, Anwar. <laughs> well, you guys never found out, but Harriet's class was a spy. I? Yep. I think yeah. I, I did make that joke. I beat yeah. you to it, Sean. So there you go <laughs> so this guy with the with the hyena face and the bag with an angel in it <laughs> yep yeah so um you know let's let's do the thing that's uh that thing is called initiative twin talon you may use stealth as your initiative oh great because that's what i was doing 
27 for Soraya. 17 for Brianna. 32 for Temid. 25. 29. I just enjoy that the first thing that's going to happen is like he's just going to shove a, like a mug of beer into this guy's hand. <laughs> We're friends now. <laughs> exactly. So, Sean, I did have a question, which was that uh, we attempted to speak to this man and he was speaking back to us in Mwangi, but Twin Talon should have understood that from his uh, bush hiding place. Yeah. yeah. So what what was he saying? Do you want to talk about it in character or out of character? Well, it's not my turn. You know, but we can just talk. I mean, you and me, Rich, we can talk. Oh. My character doesn't care, so okay. out of character. <laughs> you brought it up, but your character doesn't care. Right. He, he wasn't speaking Mwangi. Oh, well, that explains that. Yep. I don't know what he was speaking, but I know it wasn't Mwangi. So I'll lift the curtain a little bit. So while you guys were trying to speak with him in Mwangi, I sent a little private message over to Matt, who plays Twin Talon on the show, mm-hmm. and said he's not actually speaking Mwangi. It, he was speaking gibberish. He w- may have been play acting that he didn't understand what you were saying. What a dick. Well, we didn't actually try to speak to him in Mwangi because none of us speak Mwangi except for the person who is stealthing. Correct. Right. So we don't know that. Okay, got it. Damn it! No, he he sees this and it it scares it scares him a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's not he's not completely fearless. In fact, he's quite uh, quite scared at the moment. So he's gonna um, touch his uh, amulet that uh, which mm-hmm. looks like two mugs, and he's going to put out a hand and he's gonna cast Searing Light. All right. right. Okay. Let's see that beautiful roll. Or bean footage. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Porque no los dos. All right. uh, 23. Not bad. 23 versus the AC of this creature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an attack bonus. Yeah, it should be AC. Miss. Woof. Uh No, 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 no. This should be interesting. Uh, Shoot. Okay. It's okay. That would have missed me, too. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but you guys aren't in the kitty end of the pool anymore. I think we ever were. <laughs> yeah, but like that would have missed Brianna or myself. Yeah, no, too. no. I'm just saying, yeah. oh no, because I've never hit that spell once. <laughs> right, right. All right, fans. If whoever's been scouring the episodes <laughs> and knows the answer, if that's true or not, please let us know. <laughs> also, if if the answer is the fact that I'm wrong, just don't write into the show ever, ever. <laughs> please please ex- extra right into the show uh, yeah so once again I-, I guess he was a little shook by this he's never seen anyone kind of turn their head 180 degrees before and he's also never seen someone turn their head into a a, a hyena head before um, so it scares him a little bit I guess and he just completely fires his uh, his searing light over the thing's head and then he kind of looks at his hand like what is this thing broken and he taps it a couple of times and he gets near this thing. Okay. Because even though he's scared, he's a hero. Right. And so he moves within five feet of it. All right. Because of this, he's now helping Twin Talon flank. Twin Talon, it's your turn. So I'd like to thank you, Anwar, for coming up and giving me flanking. Even though it doesn't matter right now, uh, it will matter next round. Because I'm going before him. Twin Talon will quick draw his short sword since I don't think he had it out he was picking around that guy's bag woof 
I rolled a natural roll. five, uh, which, got me, which got me a 20. So I'm going to spend one of my hero points. Okay. I got these, going to spend them um, to mm-hmm. re-roll that, and I'm sure I will get a natural one if I remember our last episode. <laughs> That's how this goes. I believe in you. I think you're going to get a natural 19. Thank you. Ooh. Uh, I got a natural 12, which is better, and that's 27 to hit. That will hit. Okay. Also, I'm pretty sure I said natural 12. It's possible. He is flat-footed to to me as well. Oh, yes. So, definitely hits. So, then it's uh, 16 damage. Poof. Nice. Twin Talon will attack a second time. I'm going to spend a hero point. Look, I am all for Twin Talon doing... Yes. Well, this turn, because uh, <laughs> looks like our, our buddy's up next. How about a nat 20? Yeah. yeah! It's the best use of a hero point. For a 31? That, that'll that that'll hit and crit. Hmm, interesting, interesting. So I'm going to roll <laughs> my sneak attack damage. Aren't you going to draw a card? Well, I want to see what the base damage is. Okay, so 14 regular damage, 8 sneak attack is 22 normal damage. Okay. So now let's draw a crit card. This guy's head's creepy. Let's kill him. <laughs> yeah. He did have an angel in a bag. I'm not super thrilled with that. I guess the rest of us don't know that. So I just shot a light of beam of it. He's like, I'm different than you, is what he said in this other language. And then he, sh- then I shot at him. <laughs> Very intolerant. Are you using piercing or slashing? Uh, Piercing. Okay. I mean, my last attack, did it seem like he took the damage or does it seem like he didn't take it? He took the damage. Okay. So I'm going to continue to use piercing. Okay. Until it matters. So I, I think uh, it's a deep wound. Oof. Okay. Uh, target is sickened three. So it does double damage. Oh, so it does 44 damage. And he is sickened three. Wow. That's awesome. No, he's dead, I think. Inshallah. He's not, not dead. He definitely doesn't look good, though. He, you, you cut into this creature pretty, pretty, pretty good, actually. But if he were a pizza, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, uh, there's still a lot of slices of that pizza left. Okay, so I feel like because his AC is high, I think we're always he's pretty high at this point, and my next attack would be because I was in an 11 so that would be like a 7 like a 7 I don't think I'm going to hit this guy unless <laughs> I crit him so I'm going to avoid the critical failure that is inevitable and uh, Twin Talon is going to uh, use a single action to draw and poison his blade Ooh. Okay. or say draw poison and apply it to his blade so the guy's head spins around Twin Talon whips his sword out Stabs him twice real quick. Uh, the second time, I'm guessing it hits somewhere near his stomach from behind, which is seems really violent because uh, yeah. he doesn't look so good. Uh, both of his sets of eyes cross a little bit. Uh, and then Twin Talon takes some time to apply something to his blade. You hear him yell out in common, I'll make you pay for that. And he spins in place. And you notice that his hands aren't really hands hot dogs oh <laughs> boxing gloves Ooh. they are claws 
he swings a claw at Twin Talon. 35. 35? 35. Uh, yeah, that hits. Is that with his second three? No, it is not with his second three, so 32. Okay. So 32 will hit, but not crit. Okay. That changed uh, a lot. Crit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you will take 18 slashing as this claw just rakes across your midsection. And he will bite at you with his hyena-like face. Uh, so let me do the math real quick. What did I roll? You rolled a 20 minus 3 because he's second. Uh, minus would, 5. Would make it a 23. And if it's less than that, it's a failure anyway. Okay, so it's a failure. So okay. the, the mouth bites at you and misses. And then just for fun, it will swing its claws at you one more time. For an 11. Oh, That's a, a natural, natural one. one. Even Ooh. if it wasn't a natural one, that would be a crit failure. Well, fine. And he's got I a will... name. He, oh, he does he. He does. You could name board. him Itoro if I, if I, you know, just, just looking at the picture. How does he know? He's, he's oh, he's picture. Really good at naming people. <laughs> so, it's called Bad Headbutt. I am stunned one. Which means he loses the first action on his next turn. Yes. His third action. Yeah. Yep. And he's got some other penalties too. But... Uh, minus three. And... and he's second three. Yeah. Well, yeah. He has two mouths he could have vomited out of that turn, Sean. <laughs> Sarea. Well, if this guy is, is going with the whole, all right, it's combat time. Um, she's going to grab one of her pre-made bombs for the day. We'll start with fire. It's always a good way to go. And uh, she'll chuck it over at him. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the 15-foot cone splash, because I don't want to get the bag. Will a 20 hit? Ooh. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta do a lot of math. Do you? Minus three. No, just minus three. So, if that is correct. Rolling Why a seven. minus three. Second. Second. Sorry, that is not. You have to update that macro because I got a seventeen on the die, and it's only at a plus three. It's actually a plus eleven, so it's a twenty-eight. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that will hit. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't mess with your AC, but I think twenty-seven will hit your way. Cool. So that's uh, eleven damage on him, plus two persistent, plus two splash. So he is on fire. Yes, he is. Uh, so that was one action to draw and strike. Since I have Quick Bomber, um, she's going to try it again with Acid this time. Jeez. For giggles. Look, the more persistent damage I can get on this guy. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, same thing on the die. 17 again. So it's uh, going to be a 23, which I think misses or... 23 will miss. Okay. So he takes two splash. Yeah, two acid splash. Okay. Would you like to go for a third one? Definitely not. Because uh, of that one, I will manage to crit fail and blow myself up like I always do. 
Okay. I'm actually going to send Jasper over to the bag and um, tell him to untie it. It's already untied. I mean, I was looking at it. Oh, it's already it's already open. Cool. Um, I didn't know if it would like got closed or anything. Um, and I assume it is because I got to look in and see stuff. Yes. Fair. I guess then tell him to upend it if he can and like dump out what's inside. Uh, it's too heavy for him to upend. Damn it. All right. I mean, that's that's what I, I'll try to do okay. anyway. He'll so he'll Jack- go over there. Yes. Pond watcher. Okay, so uh, we were traveling through the jungle. Pond Watcher uh, has his, his longbow equipped, and uh, he's going to say, "Time to send you to the pound, dog!" And he'll <laughs> fire his longbow. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-three because I am closer than thirty feet. Oh, and he is flat-footed to everyone, by the way. He acted right. No, no. Because so, he's flanked? No. Because of the way 2nd Edition works, they're very cute with the way that they apply conditions to people. So he is senseless, meaning he is technically... He can't see or hear or taste or anything like that, which means you are hidden to him. And if you are hidden to a creature, they are flat-footed to you. Yes, because of the stunned condition. Correct. Oh, cool. So that means it's minus 2 to his AC... Correct. 20. 23. 3. So that'll hit. Nice. So that means my acid flask hit too. Your acid flask did hit as well. Uh, uh, so many conditions. Minus 8 for the acid flask. And that's pers- it's a 2d6 persistent damage. Okay, on your turn. Or on, yes, on your turn. And your longbow does 13. 13. 13 Get him. And then uh, he'll say... Just give up already. It's not worth it, bag guy. <laughs> and he'll... That's it. He's not going to do anything else. We just kind of, like, lit this guy up. Maybe he'll give up. I don't know. Brianna? I think Brianna was so taken aback by uh, his head whipping round, which which caused her to slow down considerably. But now that she has uh, regained some composure... Something within her kind of bubbles up as she points to him with her scimitar and says, You, I smite thee, and I will take thee to hell, or whatnot. I'm not good at words. The boneyard, okay. I will take you to the boneyard, whatever that is. Okay, so effectively, um, I think this is the first time I'm actually using my feet smite evil. Okay. Tell us more. I will read you the description because if I try and uh, describe it myself, I'll just be like, weapon, good, fight, stuff, yes. I like it. It's the cliff notes. (laughs) Yeah, that's all we need to know. Weapon, good, fight, stuff. All right, let's go. (laughs) But for those who who actually want to, to know what the feat does, your blade ally becomes a more powerful tool against evildoers. Select one foe you can see. Until the start of your next turn, your strikes with the weapon your blade ally inhabits against that foe deal an extra four good damage, increasing it to six if you have master proficiency with this weapon. If the foe attacks one of your allies, the duration extends to the end of that foe's next turn. If the foe continues to attack your allies each turn, the duration continues to extend. So basically, you're telling me I either have to attack you, or you're just going to keep laying into it for an extra six? 
four. Well, I'm trying to expert. You are. It's increases to six if you have master, and I don't think oh. anybody has master. Oh, you're maybe, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fighters okay. at this level, but okay, so I doubt f- it. We're what six? Four. No. Yes. So four, an extra four damage. Okay. That's still does not he, nothing. Does he good. know? Does he know if if this creature were evil? If I'm not saying they are. If they were evil, would they know that you had put this on them? Would assume so. It is a divine thing, so that's completely up to you. It seems like this divine light filled Brianna. She spoke these words, and her her sword seemed to light up. Well, I, I think that one he might have to make a recall knowledge check. Okay, because we fucking would have to. That's true. And <laughs> two, he probably would feel it when he gets hit with e- with with good damage if he's say an evil outsider of some kind. Sure, let's say that. So that would be my first action. My second action oh. would be to move up, oh, and my third and final action would be to strike. Oh no! How is a thirty-three? Smitify. <laughs> oh, nice. <my> God. <laughs> So he's still flat-footed, so minus mm-hmm. three. Two. Minus two. Critical hit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, can we can we guess what it's going to be? Capitate. Triple damage. I'm going to say okay. triple damage. <laughs> no, it is, uh, it is still just double damage. And the target is fatigued now. What does fatigued do, friend? It is a conditioned. You are tired and can't summon much energy. You take a minus one status penalty to AC and saving throws. <laughs> Oops. So hang on. Let me just minus one there. It's like all the status ailments on this guy. Well, you know. Um. So total damage would be 14 times two, so 28. Correct. Yes. Uh, they are not undead. No, but four right, is but from the from the smite. smite. Oh, that's uh, you're right. And so, it's good damage in case he's weak against it. Sean. So twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-eight damage. Mm-hmm. All right. You hear him snarl, and so I have a question. <laughs> Dead. Uh-huh. Matt, maybe you know. When I become senseless, do I lose reactions? I would say yes, because you typically have to have line of sight or line of effect to do anything. Uh, and also, stun specifically says you cannot take any actions. Oh, you're right. Okay. Until there you, you go. get out of stun. I don't know that senseless would do that. It, you would at least have to roll some kind of flat check to even target somebody, okay. but stunned, I think, would. I mean, I know specifically, stunned will stop you from taking reactions. Well, there we go. That's my question. So, nothing happens. Temid, back to you. <laughs> so, Temid kind of eyes this thing, and he hears it snarl, and he sees his face, and he's kind of starting to get his senses back. And so, he thinks to himself, if he's heard of anything like this in the past, any tales, any stories, uh, so he uses recall knowledge. Society. Wait, society, oh. really? Interesting. Yes, society. I would have assumed he was, it was a uh, fiend. Um, what? But... Huh? 
Uh, anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it. Um, it's not very good, very unlikely, but might as well because it's that or cast shield, right, guys? Mm. <laughs> sixteen. So sixteen. This. Oh boy, hang on. Let... By the way, that was a sixteen on the die. I have a plus zero. Okay. Ugh. Oh wow. Even I have a better society than that. <laughs> you are the prince who is promised. So <laughs> it's true. So you know that this is a regular human (laughs) that has some sort of item on their body that allows them to do this head thing. Oh, okay. So he, he speaks, he says this out loud. He's like, everyone, this is no fiend. This is a regular person. He must have some type of item on his body or on himself that allows him to do such unnatural things. Oh, he's, so he's Word a Lugaroo? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> well, something like that. <laughs> okay. Where where they have to have, like, the wolf he of the animal. He means the talisman, or, yeah. Yeah. Um, what? And- what? <laughs> so, I, I'm just gonna start hashtag just a dude. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> just a dude. <laughs> like it. Alright, Tevin, that was your first action. That was my first action. My next action is to cast another one of his uh, higher level spells. Okay. And so he, he, again, clutches his talisman, and he says, Feel the blade of the drunken god. And then he casts Crisis of Faith. And as he says that, like, like his hair kind of stands up a little bit, and his eyes glow white. And he just puts his hand out, and you can start to see, like, you know, or actually, like, the... the um. The, the creature starts to, or the guy starts to feel something in his chest, like this gnawing feeling, like maybe he's, you know, he's doing the wrong thing, or that he's his whole life has been wasted, and he's not sure if he's doing what he's meant to be doing, and he should uh, do a a roll of will save, uh, DC twenty two, please. A will save, huh? Will save twenty seven. And. Than I do ever work. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so a failure. I mean, I'm sorry, a success. Uh, he takes half damage. Uh, does okay. He, do, do we know if he casts uh, if he casts uh, divine spells? We don't know that. We don't know that. So if he casts the divine spells, he takes six uh, d. I mean, half of sixty-eight damage. If he does not cast divine spells. He takes half of 66 damage. If he does, so roll 66. And then if he does cast divine spells, how much do you roll? 68, I believe. D8, yeah. So roll 68. And then I'll take the half of whichever one it is. Right. So if it's 66, he would take half of 19. So he would take uh Nine. 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 Okay, nine. Or he would take half of 26 if it was 68, which is 13. Right. They are definitely, uh, to borrow a term, bloodied, if you will. Mm. Twin Talon. Oh. Well, uh... I mean, we're all here. Might as well stab him. <laughs> <laughs> Love the logic. Infallible. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's still flat-footed. Uh, does a 23 hit him? Yes. <laughs> Since he's flat-footed and whatever else, fatigued yes. and... Yes. And, and... <laughs> whatever else. Uh, okay. Uh, he would take... Not great. 16 normal damage and 2 poison damage. I don't like that. don't like that at all. And then he will attack a second time. What type of properties do your swords have? Mine is plus one striking. No no material. It's just a steel sword. Plus one striking steel. Yes, as far okay. as I'm aware. All right. It's not the cold iron, plus one striking cold iron thing that uh, Soraya has, which now makes me wish I had that. Since Sean <laughs> is curious about materials. I mean, I'm always curious about things. Hmm. I don't like it. So a 13, huh? I think that's a critical failure. Hang on, I gotta do math again. No, it's just a regular failure. Well, 23 was a hit, so 13 can't be a critical failure, I guess. Yeah, so that's just a regular failure. Um, I'm gonna use my last hero point. Okay. Oh, wow. Because burning them early. Not? Why not? Well, that's what they're here for, right? Yeah. Fuck! Oh, that's, oh, that's, um, that's a natural one. Yeah, that's a natural one. I rolled a two last time. Oh. <laughs> Pulling a rich and rolling a natural one with my re-roll. Hey! hey. <laughs> so go ahead and blow. draw that crit miss card. Crit fail. I give up my name so I don't have to. Oh, no. <laughs> Bent, your weapon's current hit points are reduced to its broken threshold. Ouch. Uh-oh. It's already broken, which it's not. So... Great. A broken weapon can't be used for its normal function, nor does it grant any of your bonuses. Mm-hmm. With the exception of armor. Good thing we gave you those uh, magical rings that pass your enchantment to your other sword, right? Yeah. Good thing that you guys didn't just keep those for yourselves <laughs> and never give them to me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I still this... have another action oh, I'm sorry. to ruin my character with. <laughs> Go ahead and swing <laughs> again. Uh, no, he's not going to do that, but he will draw his other sword, so he's not okay. unarmed, basically. All right. So now, this just a guy, just a dude, if you will, uh-huh. uh, only gets two actions this turn. So, for his first action, his head spins back to being a human. What direction? <laughs> There's no facing in Pathfinder. Uh. <laughs> no, I want to know, does it twist the rest of the way around, or does it, like, come back the way? Ooh. Ooh, uh, I think it finishes the circle. Ooh. Gross. That's so much worse. Hey, Twin Talon. Yep. What? It's your quest? Yes. To find the Holy Grail. <laughs> I asked you to give me a, a will save. I'm sorry, are you asking me to give you a will I save? I actually, no, I'm not, because I can't do that. Never mind. Never cool. mind. Good talk. <laughs> Too okay. many actions. Uh, so, you see this creature with ichor dripping from it. Gross. Junior doesn't have ichor? Normal people. <laughs> 
Somebody needs to get an attack of opportunity. Seriously. What can I take? Listeners, what is the thing I, this, my rogue can take to give me an attack of opportunity that will run, inevitably run away from me? Hang on. Soraya, how much damage does do they take from persistent damage? 2d6 acid plus 2 fire. Okay, so can you roll me 2d6 acid? Sure. This makes a big difference. So 6 acid and 2 fire, so that's 8 persistent. Okay. So he goes 5, 10, 15, 20, nope, 25, 30. He's running to the north. Hey, you forgot your bag. Zarea. Okay, well, Jasper is going to go fly back up to him. My first action is going to tell Jasper to fly back up and try to grab the mask off of him. Okay. <laughs> grab his face! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grab, grab the animal side, not the human side. <laughs> and then uh, I had him over by the bag. Yep. He flies over. And does he have a athletics skill? His athletics is plus six. Okay, give me an athletics check versus their athletics. It's gonna be gonna be or not athletics. Their uh, reflex save DC. Jasper got a sixteen. Jasper swipes down and goes to pull the mask off, and he gets a claw or a hand talon thing because he has dexterous hands. <laughs> yes, he does. And goes to pull and you see him pull and it doesn't budge and he slips off. It's on there pretty tight. Okay. (laughs) Should I go after him, guys? (laughs) Uh, I am. (laughs) Alrighty, so that's one action for her was to actually I think I will stay back closer to the bag and I'm going to throw a Tanglefoot bag at him. Okay. Slow him down. Nice. What do I need to make? No, No saved. If I hit him, he gets it. Okay, so what's your total? Uh, the die was a 15, so it's a 26. That'll hit him? I assume that's not a crit. No. The target can end any effects by escaping or spending a total of three interact actions to carefully remove it, uh, but he takes a minus 10-foot penalty, and the escape DC is 17. Nice. So he is... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well done. First time that's come in handy. <laughs> Well, it could have come in handy when they carried Silver away. Ooh. Oh, I wasn't even thinking no. about it then. Oh, shit. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Soraya, it's all your fault. No. Pondwatcher. Pondwatcher dispassionately steps one square over to the right, and he's going to fire his longbow at the retreating man. Okay. Draws back. He can't click the button correctly, and then he does. Okay, 25 to hit. That'll hit. For 15 more piercing damage. You drop him. (laughs) Nice! Well done. So as he's running, Soraya throws this sticky bag at him, and his feet get stuck, and he's trying to pull himself out, and just an arrow right through the back, and he just falls over. Just before the arrow lets loose, Temid, you know, like, basically thinking about his next turn, he starts, like, charging towards him and uncharacteristically angrily screaming with all the pent-up rage from one, you know, this creature or whatever, either being slain or possibly held captive, and two, primarily, just thinking about his his good friend who just died, and he still quite hasn't processed it. 
character yeah. has died or gone missing and he's just like and he screams and this thing falls and he just kind of like stops dead in his tracks like maybe 10 feet away and he just just kind of like just doesn't know what to do he just just kind of puts his head down and he's breathing heavy because he sprinted as hard as he could and just just stands there is it dead do we need to ask questions or something uh i don't think it's yeah i think you got it i don't think it's moving I I'll go check regardless. Brianna will will move towards the fallen body and as she moves next to Tamit she kind of will like squeeze his shoulder so she'll move forward and and uh, see if she can find a pulse by putting the sole of his foot on her ear. That's that's how we do it, right? Yep. <laughs> Let's see how your roll goes, maybe. <laughs> can you roll medicine? 26. Nice. Okay. This creature is dead. It's dead. What is I, it? I I don't know. She'll she'll try and like poke at what we think is a mask. It doesn't seem to be a mask. It looks like it's an actual hyena face grafted to the back of this guy's head. Okay. Demo, you said something about it being just a regular man with Hmm, doesn't, doesn't quite seem like it. No, dude, he said dude. Can she roll society? Sure. How's 19? Oh, it looks like I failed. You think Temid is correct. This must be some sort of magic that has adhered it to the back of his head. It, there must be some sort of ring that he's wearing or, or some bangle that creates this this creature's head to be popped out of the back of his own head. It has to be, right? Or perhaps it's a parasitic. Regardless, it is dead now. Now, you were making some uh, wild gestures, and I wasn't fully understanding what, what you meant, Twintalon. What, what, what is it you were saying about the bag? So while she is checking on Itoro, is that his name? Twintalon will be opening the bag and trying to pull the angel up out of it. So, yes, once you open the bag... You see that there is a human-sized angel with ebony skin and a perfectly bald head and fluorescent red-orange wings and a dress. So Soraya is right there, so she's going to let him open it. And then, like, when she sees inside, uh, she actually speaks celestial. So uh, she's, hello, we, we, we mean you no harm. We, are you all right? I don't think it's moving. No, it's un- it's definitely not moving. It's definitely got wounds all over its body. Tell uh, me, have you ever tried to heal an angel? <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely see a knot right above their eye on their forehead. Twin Talon's going to say, this is what I was referring to as he's pulling the angel up and out of the bag of holding. This is, uh, this is what I was trying to get all across. Yeah, so I guess Temid just knocks himself out of it. like a, or, or, you know, like just, just realizes that he's just been standing there so he goes over and he he checks in on this this creature initially he does a medicine check just to see is it alive give me a medicine check 30 yes it is definitely alive you kind of feel their chest going in and out you get a pulse all the light you could probably tell with a 30 that they have been indeed knocked unconscious you notice that on the wings there's a couple feathers missing but other than that everything seems to be fine so he's going to 
just uh, use assurance to uh, take a 20 or have a total of 20 on his uh, medicine or his treat wounds check. And he's going to, um, so it's going to be 2d8 plus 10. And so he gives it, uh, so he treats its wounds over the course of, uh, I guess, 10 minutes or so. And he gets 18 hit points back. All right. Is anyone else doing anything in those 10 minutes? Firing arrows into the angel's corpse. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing a game of like, I'll heal it. As uh, trying to see how quickly I can heal it while before you kill. Oh, it. too slow! Too slow on that one. <laughs> Almost got my hand there. Brianna will will turn to to Intalon and kind of like gesture, come here, like let, let let me see your weapons. Let me see if I can do some quick repairing of some kind just to get them at least temporarily repaired until we can get to a forge. I think Saray is just going to stay close by because she does speak celestial. So okay. I'm I'm actually more interested in looking at the body of the other person, seeing if they have items, seeing if I poke the hyena face with my halberd if it bleeds like a like a real face or like what the deal is with that. So you poke it with your halberd and it does begin to bleed. <gasps> what is your society? Oh, it's it's massive. That's a uh, oh my. It's a plus one. Okay, great. For a fifteen, yeah, it's uh, it's a really good. It has to be magical. How else could it bleed like that? Interesting. I wonder uh, if you have something on your in your pockets that tells me the the real truth. So as you start looting the, the body, you don't find anything in there. All right, can I can I change what I was going to do because no one else has managed to figure this out. <laughs> I have a plus 12 to society. Soraya is going to stay by the angel for now. Pawn Watcher walked over to the body. Brianna is trying to fix the swords. Temid is healing the angel. Twin Talon is... Uh, he'll hand Brianna his boomerang-shaped short sword. Um, <laughs> and then he'll pick up the bag of holding and he'll kind of sit by her while she does whatever she's going to do. And see if there's anything else other than gross body parts uh, in the bag. So, in the bag, there is nothing but angel feathers that have come off of this angel. That's it. You also, yeah, that's it. You see a, 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 like a crude, what looks like a crude chunk of meat in there. Toss that into the woods. I mean, a bag of holding. I don't want to just throw it out because it's dirty, but I don't want to leave weird chunks of meat in it either. Makes sense. And how many feathers would you say are in that bag? If you had to put a number on it. Four. Four. Perfect. So Twin Talon will collect them and put them away before the angel sees them. <laughs> okay. Stealing its feathers, yeah. They're All right. Behind. I don't think he's going to put them back off. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm teasing. <laughs> Brianna, I need you to make a crafting check for me, please. Because I do have the quick repair feat, it oh. takes me one minute to repair an item. Yep. Oh, great. So you repair it completely. Perfect. In 10 minutes, you repair it completely. Oh, well, I, I guess I just needed to bend it back into shape. I didn't need the forge. <laughs> oh, it's good as new. 
Here you go. As the angel wakes up, they look around with uh, kind of spooked from the, from you know being knocked unconscious and then waking up to find a bunch of people there. What's going on? Who are you? Hi, we're just um, we came across you in this in this bag here, and uh, this creature or person, this guy actually with a talisman or something that turned him into a hyena face guy was uh, was here, and he seemed to have you in this bag and freed you. And while he's saying that, he kind of tries to eye him up and down and. Can he cast, I mean, not cast, uh, can he uh, recall knowledge religion? He uh, seems to be an angel. Does that, Absolutely. that work? Uh, let me tell you exactly what you need to do. Religion, yes. Okay. 31 total. 31 is enough. You know that this is a coral angel. C-O-R-A-L or C-H? C-H-O-R-A-L. Okay. What would you like to know about them? Um, one thing he would like to know is... What plane is this angel from? Uh, with your role, I'll, I'll give you the little blurb about choral angels. It says, choral angels are incredible singers who fill the halls of Nirvana with pious chants and sacred hymns. They form the souls of talented bards and other performers. While they shy away from conflict, they occasionally brave the mortal world. Sorry, it was on the next page. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, is that that the information that we have about coral angels? Or is that like... That is the information you have have about coral angels not specifically about this angel not specifically about this angel okay his name is steve with this with this knowledge check you pass but not at a high enough level to know more specific information about this particular angel these that was with the natural 19 too yeah it, it was a high check uh other than the fact that they were beaten uh, they have a knot on their head, and you actually notice that there is a chunk of their calf missing. Oh. oh. Um, I guess we know what that mystery meat was. <laughs> oof. And we chucked it away. <laughs> it's just some oh. angel flesh out there, you know. While he's talking to him, he says, may I? He looks down at the at his leg. Okay. And he just puts his hand on and casts... He'll, he uses as defined font, one of his four per day cast castings of it and he uh, casts heal. Okay. Um, I will say that you probably also know that, eh, well, I will tell you that this is a non-binary character, a non-binary angel, so it's they, them pronouns. Okay. Um, as per the book, just so you're aware. That's awesome. And you knew that from your religion check? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's the GM coming in saying, hey, Let's let's use the proper pronouns on the, for the angel here, please. Okay. Go ahead and make your check. Or uh, sorry, your heal check again. Or uh, no, it's not a heal check. It's a um, uh, he's using the heal spell. Oh, okay. Are you doing a burst to heal everyone? No, he wants to focus specifically on this on this creature. Okay. Sorry, everybody. I have a bunch of feats with uh, regards to healing, so I just want to make sure that I'm not. Uh, 
when you cast heal, roll d10s instead of d. Okay, so it's a one d10 plus eight. Okay. Can't you cast third level spells? I, I can. I um. Because your divine font is always at your highest level. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay, so it's actually two d10 plus sixteen. My goodness. I'm just gonna do another one d10 plus eight. Uh, twenty-seven hit points. Focus directly on the gash in the in the leg, and hopefully he regrows some of that flesh. Yeah, you see the the you see a just a, a scab starting to heal around the injury, to uh, much faster than it normally would as as flesh starts to grow back. What is everyone else doing while Hemet is taking care of uh, our angel friend here? Guess I'll make a society check. Okay. <laughs> See if we can't <laughs> finally figure out what, what the Satoro guy was. Okay. Are you? I'm using a hero point on that. I am not okay. accepting a 16 uh, when I have plus 12. <laughs> okay, so you roll the four. What are the odds <laughs> that she's not going to roll higher than a four after using this hero point? Oh, Go ahead. 94%. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> 20%, but our luck more than that. There you go. 22. Okay. That's, that's a little better. That is enough to finally get the <laughs> answers. Okay. I did enjoy messing with everyone, though. That was fun. <laughs> so what you know about this creature is this is a Kishi. K-I-S-H-I. Kishi. They are duplicitous and murderous fey who dwell on the edges of Galarian's darkest jungles. Cold iron. Yeah. Cold iron. <sighs> well, at least we know it was murderous, and I feel slightly better about killing him now. So, at first glance, Kishi appeared to be attractive humans, usually of local ethnicity, but their full heads of thick hair conceal a second face, that of a snarling hyena. They generally lure their prey into vulnerable situations. Their head swivels around, revealing this fearsome visage. And then the hyena's powerful jaws, which are almost impossible to pry loose, can crush a victim's bones in a matter of moments. Yeesh. You can probably put one and one together and get three, and that this Kishi was probably going to eat this angel. So she's just going to look at the rest of you and be like, how did you? What? Fine. No, well, murderous fake. Good thing we saved the angel. It was probably going to eat it. <laughs> Wait, it was what? It wasn't a man? No, it was. It's a fake creature. Oh. Fascinating. I'm pretty sure we've all determined together that it's a human. Um, and uh, democracy rules here, so I think you've been outvoted. <laughs> I refuse to stand by a bunch of idiots saying the same thing. Tyrant! Uh, <laughs> Tyrant! Wait, Twitter, so are you backing me up? Uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at them either, so uh, yeah. I'll yes. take a look. So, so I rolled a 27. You gain the same information. Um, actually, you, you get a little bit more. Kishis can cast Charm to make unwitting companions complacent. Most of these sinister creatures prefer to trick their prey 
using guile, gifts, and their dashing good looks. Kishi are the ultimate sociopaths, deriving pleasure from the thrill of the hunt as well as the delicious reward at the end. The more uptight, prudish, or hotly a target, the better for nothing satisfies the Kishi. I don't feel bad about shooting this person anymore. No, this 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 was a bad bad creature, like a bad bad creature. So this guy was bad, <laughs> real bad. I believe both of you. So uh, Brianna will will turn to the angel, which is very reminiscent, at least to her, of, of what she knows of uh, Seren Ray, and she'll bow respectfully, be like, "I I'm so sorry that that you had been um, trapped in in a." Bag, uh, what was the last thing you remember that had happened to you? I was delivering a message to the Ikuje to let them know that I needed to get some rare flowers from here to help a friend of mine break a deadly curse placed on one of their students. However, they have insulted the Akuje in the past and therefore are not welcomed in the Akuje lands. This wizard that I am working with does not currently have the time with their student's life at stake to make the proper reconciliation with the Akuje as, as needed. I have decided to help and come to these lands to get the flowers and start the apology process. That is very honorable of you is the least I can do. So where where uh where are these flowers? Did you find them or are you still looking for them? I I know where they are located. They are to the northeast. Northwest, sorry. They are to the northwest of the Akuja camp. Hmm. Okay. How did you come upon this person? I had landed to take a brief moment and wash in the river and I was ambushed by them. They jumped out, knocked me on the head, and threw me in a bag. I am not a fighter amongst my people. And who are your people exactly? Uh, the the angels. The what? <laughs> angels? Uh, okay. Um, cool. Well, um... Celestial beings. Yeah, all right. Um, what was it like in that bag? Not great. <laughs> Not great. Was it like a normal bag or like a magical bag or, or what? It, it was a normal bag, large enough to fit me. It's not cool at all. It's a, it's a magical bag. Oh, well, I don't know who to believe. So Twin Talon will turn the bag upside down and drop it on himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So he'll make sure his feet are still sticking out so he can grab the <laughs> bottom edge of it and then pull himself back out. Oh, okay. It is. But basically, in- it should go down to like his waist almost, so like his top mm-hmm. half like disappears. It is a uh, bag of holding type one. Yeah. And he pulls himself back out. I've seen one of those before. Yeah, I just didn't understand how you were inside there. Um, I'm glad that our friend Twin Talon here found you. We just thought this was a guy in the woods. I don't know. Good job, Twin Talon. Thanks. Sometimes a weird hat is more than a weird hat. <laughs> is there anything we can do to help you? I'm good now. I appreciate all of your help. Did anyone get injured dealing with that thing? No, I think we're fine. 
Yeah, I mean, a couple of us got hit, but I'm sure we'll be okay. So he reaches out to Twin Talon and casts Heal on you. This is level four. So 2D 10 plus 16. Actually, uh, yours is going to be 2d8 unless you have... Oh, 2d8 uh, plus 16, yeah. yeah. There's a, a cool feat that uh, Tommen's got. 26 healing for you. As they have their hand on your shoulder, they make a face and say to Twin Talon, you are very sick. Um, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you took a look in your mind. No, no. Physically, you you are not not healthy. They cast remove disease from you. Wow. Ooh. And you feel better. Okay. As the dysentery that has been lying waiting for you to take another nap because of the onset time is removed from you. Wow. Okay. I can delete my note in your character sheet. Great. <laughs> What's sad is Tebbins had removed disease for a long time. <laughs> he just never knew. I just, ne- I just never even thought to do it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't shown any symptoms at all. Right. Yep. The onset is longer than I did last time. Uh, than I realized last time. So I actually did it the right amount of time this time. So. Okay. Uh- Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, can I have your feathers? I found these. And he'll, he'll pull out the four <laughs> feathers. I don't know if you can put them back on, but if you can't put them back on, could I have them? Adorable. He'll hold them out. <laughs> yes. I cannot reattach feathers. I will grow new ones very quickly. So please use them as you will. Okay, thank you. What, what do you call yourself? My name is Chioma. Chioma. C-H-I-O-M-A. Um, Chioma, you're, you're very beautiful. May I ask you, are you a coral angel? I am. Then he kind of gets a little teary-eyed and he says, Have you ever played... Appalachian love song. I I have. Would it be too much to ask you? And then he pauses and to rest for a moment. I've heard tale of how beautifully these choral angels sing and play music, and I think we all need that right now. It is the least I could do everything you have done for me and with that Pioma takes a moment and begins to sing a beautiful and haunting song that reminds you all of the song Silver would sing and it brings you all some sort of peace Meep. and with that we're going to end it there on a positive note for once Aww. Aww. Definitely better than the episode where we ended with Silver being kidnapped. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, and one more thing I think I should tell you guys. Oh. Yes. Why don't oh, yeah. you all level up one level? Yes! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> now that our heroes have dealt with the Kishi and saved the angel, where will they go next? What will they find? And will silver ever be found? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. Thank you for listening to The Cracked Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.